This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's do a little Would You Rather Wednesday. All right, let's so do it. while we sit here and try to figure out what's going down, official review, AM up 54 52, two and a half seconds to go. Everything on the line here. We bring in our guy Burlo for a little Would You Rather Wednesday. All right, we're going to start off in the NBA for this segment. We'll hit NFL a little bit later in the show, but in the NBA, the Pelicans and Clippers both have losing records in their last 10 games. The Pelicans without Zion and B.I. are 4-6. and six. Meanwhile, the Clippers and their normal injuries are 2-8. and eight. Would you rather back the Pelicans at plus 900 or the Clippers at plus 500 to win the West? Ooh. This is easy for me. Is it? Not even just because of the price. The Pelicans plus 900. I would go with the Pelicans. I mean, the Clippers, yeah, you have Kawhi, who's won a couple rings. Paul George, who always finds a way to choke in the playoffs, except for last year. Paul George is pretty damn good. They have the depth. I believed in the Clippers coming into the season. Something's just missing with the Clippers, and I don't know what it is. And with the Pelicans, I mean, they have the better record right now. They're not healthy. If they get Zion back and Brandon Ingram back in the same lineup, I just feel like their ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan once said. I could see them. I mean, they won a playoff series, or at least, you know, were really competitive in the playoffs last year. Should have beat Phoenix. So I would go with the Pelicans, the better price, and I think they're the better team when healthy. The biggest problem is that's a big if, if Zion's going to be around. It's tough for me to say because I could make the case for either. The reason that I would probably look at the Clippers is I think that they will make another move at the deadline. I don't know if I can trust that Brandon Ingram is going to be healthy. I'm struggling to wonder about that. I think when you look at the playoffs, you're not keeping Kawhi out of the playoffs. You're not keeping Paul George out of the playoffs. I think Steve Ballmer is going to be extremely aggressive, so I can see something happening with finding a wing. I actually heard a trade where it was maybe Fred Van Fleet, um, and they would trade maybe it was uh, Robert Covington and Terrence Mann okay. for Fred Van Fleet, which would really help them. Then you'd move John Wall to the backup. If Fred Van Fleet is on this team, plus 500 goes to plus 250. So it would probably be the, be the Clippers because they okay. have the championship DNA. I'm not so trustful. I'm not so trusting that Brandon Ingram is going to be healthy, like fully healthy with this toe or when he's going to come back. And honestly, I do think that they do make a move. Yeah, that's a good reason right there, you know, because you're trying to look and obviously uh, forecast what's coming up in the future. I like that. Oh, no. What you got next, Burlo? Oh, yeah, I uh, 54-52 Florida covers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> sorry. Florida covers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you are a jerk. Hey! <laughs> you can't. Put, I mean. When it's a show bet, you got to tell me your college bets before 
before you placed I told them. you that. No, it's, you didn't. It was I, after I placed Texas A&M that you put your hands on. What was I supposed to do, hedge out of it? Well, so here's the 15 problem. 15 minutes before the game starts? Here's the problem, right? We come what? on the air at 7 p.m. Game right? starts I'm at 7 to, p.m. I'm, I'm used to giving out the picks at like 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Your guys, Dusty and Danny in Portland, great station. Check them out, 1080 and Odyssey oh Station. Da, 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 da. I, gave them all, I gave them all the picks. We come on the air at 7 o'clock. In the NBA... Games usually don't tip until it used to be 7:15. Now it's about 7:10, 7:11. College, they get right to it. So when we're giving our picks, it's already four to two, six to two, 18 minutes to go. And I didn't want to give these. I gave my football picks to the social. Because the last time I gave my MBAs to the social, I went one and three, and I was a little nervous. Oh, okay. I needed, I needed the money because I need Got more money it. to back the Dallas Cowboys and to bet Brock Purdy to throw a you're pick. You're trash. I'm not though. No, you're really good. I would have given you that. Well, you didn't. You didn't ask. Well, what am I supposed to do? And actually, hold on. Before the show even began, we're sitting in here with, I, with I Andrew, said our I boss, like one of our many bosses. You. And and you said I what? like. And you said and I don't. And I said and I, I like. And, and I, I said I got Florida right then. You could have backed out, but you said that's no. what I just asked you. You think you said, I should have just gone out to the parking lot? You said lot first off, f you and the click you no, claim. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's what you said. I did not go full to, Tupac you went, on you. You went full hit him up on me. You were not Biggie. I was not Tupac. Hit him up style. Remember that one? That was Silena Johnson. That was a good song. Silena Johnson. All right, Nick, what do we get next? All right, go ahead. Let's move out east with this. Maybe Trista can get some of that money back from Texas A&M. But in the east, the Bucks and the Nets are both dealing with injuries to their star players right now. But would you rather back the Nets at the moment at plus four hundred or the Bucks at plus two sixty? Oh, it's easy for me. Easy for me too. One, two, three. Nets. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I hate saying it, though. And coming into the season, not, neither of us were saying that. We thought that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving didn't want to play together. Not that they didn't want to play together. They didn't want to play in Brooklyn. Turns out they just didn't want to play for Steve Nash. Facts. Um, you know, you still don't know what you're going to get from Ben Simmons, but, like, what did that team need? They needed another defender. You keep bringing up Nick Claxton. I think he's live for Defensive Player of the Year. So they're getting him as a rim protector and as a rebounder. That's what they need. They need some toughness. If KD's healthy... He's going to get buckets. Keith Smith was on earlier from SpotTrack. Does a great job. Check out the interview. Bet MGM tonight. Like, subscribe, review. We got kids to feed around here. Yeah, we do. We got dogs to feed around here. Yeah, we do. And he even said, like, people forget about how good of a defender KD is because he's probably the best scorer of our generation. Definitely one of them. We forget that he's also a very good defender. I'm all about the Nets if they stay healthy and if, like, Kyrie's not, like, if he's, Kyrie seems really focused on basketball right now. He does. And when he is, he's still one of the better closers in all of NBA, in the NBA. In NBA history, maybe even. Yeah, yep. he can get crucial buckets down the stretch. That's I, a great price on the Nets, too. thousand percent agree. Defensively, they've looked really good. Yeah. They have a collective identity. They have a really deep roster with the moves that they made at the deadline. Everybody's clicking. Dare I say, Ben Simmons, I think, is going to be a critical part of, you know, leading leading this offense in transition. He's I think he had 12, 12 assists last night. And that's the thing. Like he just has to facilitate, play defense, rebound. He doesn't have to score he on this team. Not that assists. he had to in Philly. He just had to like not have the yips and guys just didn't make three pointers. He could have had, you know, 15, 20 assists last night. So when KD and Kyrie are back, he's gonna get, you know, his not only from rebounding perspective, he's not gonna need to score. I hate to say that, but I give him a lot of credit for being kind of a part of the engine that's running this offense. Defensively, like you said, I like Kevin Durant and Nick Claxton I'm a huge fan of. And who knows, like maybe they do something at the deadline too. Uh, I just think, you know, considering what the price is and what the Bucks look like right now, plus 260 for the Bucks, Chris Middleton just hasn't been right. You know, seven games he's only played. His knee, he says, it's always swollen. Yeah. He says he just like has been dealing with this since college, which is why he 
fell in the draft. That does not give me confidence. Serge Ibaka is not with the team. He's done. He's done with the team. Who knows why? Brooke Lopez had back surgery just 12 months ago. Grayson Allen stinks. Like, Javon Carter does not get enough time. Joe Ingles is coming out of an ACL injury, and you're going to need 20, 20, 25 points a game from him in order for him to be effective. Bobby Portis is a nice story. But he goes he goes from four points to like seventeen points on a night to night basis, so you can't count on him in crucial moments. I don't know about Pat Connaughton and whether I believe in him. They need more defense. They need more shooting. Where the hell is Chris Middleton? Yeah, I mean, and Bucks fans are freaking out right now. Giannis's usage through the roof, and now his Ugh, knees bothering him again. I didn't even mention Giannis's injury. Yeah, for me, it's Nets. I think it's Nets, Boston, probably a different series uh, than we saw last year. For obviously, sure. when Brooklyn got swept. Yeah. I don't think Brooklyn would get swept by anyone anymore. Oh, I hate that I had to do that again. West Virginia. Did they cover? Yeah. That's why I stayed away. Actually, you know what? You still have it. Oh, wait. Not you. If you're on TCU, I don't want to give false information. It's 70 to 62. I may have mushed that. 145 to go. My the, app, the number my was app what, said three thir- and a half, though. The app said 13 seconds. I looked, there's a minute 45 to go. Nope, oh. now they're up 71 62. West Virginia. They were two West and a half Virginia. point favorites. Two and a half point favorites. Yeah, there was no 10 win team over a 15 win team. I wanted to stay all the way out of that. What do you got for us, Burlow? Anything else? We got about two minutes left. One last question. That's all we need, baby. John Morant and Donovan Mitchell are both top 10 in scoring in the NBA and have their teams in the top five of their respective conferences. Would you rather back John Morant plus 3,000 or Donovan Mitchell plus 4,000 as an NBA MVP dark horse? (sighs) I think it would be Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I think what Donovan Mitchell is doing compared to what he has been doing for the Utah Jazz even when he was on a ball-dominant team, he's just so much better. He's yeah. shooting more threes. He's playing defense. He's helping this team win. Obviously, the Memphis Grizzlies are really, really good. They're you know tied for you know the same record as the Denver Nuggets. They're just a slightly below them in terms of like the tiebreaker. So like they're both teams that are going to be right in the top you know, three, four in their respective conferences. I just think Donovan Mitchell is has been more surprisingly impressive. John Moran is impressive on a night-to-night basis in terms of his highlight-making. You guys know how I feel about John Moran. I think he's the most exciting player in the NBA by far. But I have to give it to Donovan Mitchell, and I like the price. Yeah, I'm going to agree with everything you said because I don't even want to talk about anybody else in that category. There's only one MVP in my mind, in my heart. Joel Embiid. And that's Embiid. Preseason pick, the only... The only one I got for you is, oh, no. is Embiid. And really? he's coming alive. He had 41 last night. Big win for my 76ers. Didn't get 10 rebounds, though. Also, we just got done talking about Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Why is nobody talking about the Sixers? This is a new James Harden. Oh, you mean the one that went out in L.A. last night and had six shots that he put up? As a facilitator, too. Oh, okay. I thought you meant he took six shots. He did, probably, right before the game. Well, good. Good, because all I need him to do, feed the ball to my MVP, Embiid.